Bam, bam, ba, bam. Hello, welcome to the Honest War Game. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to Age of Sigmar Mondays, uh, where we talk about, well, normally Age of Sigmar. Sometimes not. It depends. I'm joined by Mr. James Powell, everyone. Can I get a round of applause from the uh, the Twitch audience, please? Uh, James, how are you? Yeah, very well. Very well. Glad to be back. Nice to have you back. You've been away, uh, and it's nice to see you. Now, uh, just a quick one for everyone who's joined us live. Thank you for joining us live. I see a bunch of you have subscribed. I want to thank you uh, to Bobbin for donating £20 to the show. Uh, everyone for subscribing. That's super lovely. Um, Nathan is currently away. Uh, I said to him, do you want to review the Stormcast book? And he said, I want the night off. So he's saving his energy for the Uruk War Clans next week. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dad just said he didn't want to be here. He said, "Fuck you all." Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't. He's at work. Dan's at work. Didn't, so. didn't Dan say he hated the chat and he? They didn't tag him in enough pictures of liberators. Yeah, please tweet him as much as possible at Dan unsupervised. Please tweet him. Uh, right. So uh, thank you to everyone who joined us live. Team and Cash uh, Garbod. So we, it's our first look at the Stormcast Eternals book. Our first look at the Stormcast Eternals, but we don't get advanced or preview copies like everyone else uh, on the internet. We did get offered it once. We turned it down. Uh, so that way you get free, uh, um, unbiased opinion uh, on, on what we think is in the book and the quality of said book, etc. Um, so uh, we'll be looking at that today, our first Passover. I've spent the weekend looking it through. Uh, James has had a couple of hours with it. Um, to have a little look so uh, now it's not going to be a deep dive we will be doing deep dives and we will be doing like in-depth analysis later on of course uh, but today's just going to be a first look uh, so um, our opinions may change as time goes on um, uh, James before we get into any uh, of the actual content how you been what you been doing uh, yeah been pretty good <clears throat> just lost my voice apparently uh, yeah been very good uh, I don't really know what I've done not a huge amount lots of work uh happens. happens and i have uh took a dive which people might have seen on on twitter uh into the wonderful world of marvel crisis protocol i've seen i've seen a pretty a pretty deep dive is that correct it, yeah it was a, a deep dive that was painful to my wallet it was a deep dive where i went what do i want to play there's all these marvel superheroes i was like do you know what Always been an X-Men fan. Going to buy X-Men. I'll just buy X-Force. It's only like six models. I was like, oh, but I could also buy Magneto. So then I brought Magneto. Then I was like, oh, I could also buy all the Brotherhood mutants. So then I brought all of them. And it's and it continues. And you can paint up like dudes like pretty quick, right? So like it's pretty... I like One of the things I'm genuinely interested in like learning, we might be holding an event here soon with Aaron um, and doing some live coverage. But uh, Good more lad. than that... Yeah, I can. Uh, I could see you being excited about that, and also I think everyone is going to be. Uh, so for everyone at home, Nathan, who was ill last week, is fine. He's in good fettle. Uh, he will be returning. He's not unwell. He just didn't want to talk about Stormcast so much so he refused to come on the show, which is, I think, a pretty, uh, pretty gangster move ultimately. Um, right, so let's move into the new section super quick. Uh, Marchetta, thank you for resubscribing. I see everyone in the chat. OJ, Halalex, yes, Lex. Stabgrot Plus, love you. I'm a bunny. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, Heinrad, what's going on? Um, uh, James, I saw they're doing Gambit. I'm going to be uh, into Gambit. They are doing Gambit. I've got all the X-Men, all the X-Men, and I've been watching the 90s X-Men TV show, which is kind of amazing and kind of the most mind-boggling TV show I've ever rewatched. Isn't it? Have you ever rewatched? Have you ever rewatched um, 
Oh, is it called? It's not called uh, dinosaurs. Have you ever rewatched dinosaurs? No, I I never did it. I didn't bother. <laughs> I think dinosaurs is what created me. I think like I didn't understand quite how like anti-capitalist the tv show dinosaurs was i didn't know do you know it was written by the same guy who wrote max headroom is it actually yes so also the same writer as super mario brothers anyway this is a it doesn't matter but it doesn't matter well it's a side it's a side tangent yeah um right okay all right okay right look how much the chat loves 96 (laughs) (laughs) you can tell what generation we're from you can you can Right, okay. Um, before we get into talking about the Stormcast book, because I'd like to dive straight into it, uh, we're going to talk about news. Look at me. I'm going to make a little mental note. Uh, nine minutes in, Scrivo, that's for you. Um, let's talk about the news. And there isn't much news other than the fact that we've had two new battle tomes out, which is pretty exciting, James. Um, so those have been on preview, which has been pretty cool. And we're all, we've also got some of the Cruel Boy stuff on pre-order this week, which is... Uh, exciting i guess if you like all of those things i mean everyone's already got bolt boys so we don't need anything else we need some sludge rakers and then we're done uh so we're all good already uh (laughs) uh, so that's exciting but the the i guess probably the biggest news and this is really important impacts absolutely everyone is that the app is out on wednesday so the warhammer age of sigma app in beta is out it's not out is it it's in testing on is Wednesday. It, is it testing on Wednesday? Yeah, but we've obviously already all subscribed to the Plus because of those painting tutorials. So, regardless of that, um, we get our free app because we've already subscribed. Yeah, that is and true. That's true. That's true. Uh, so, the app is out. James, talk to me about your excitement. Um, Twitch chat, I want to hear your thoughts. How do you think about the... Uh, as Adam... Mumford uh, said on this show once, he said, uh, a beta app is like saying no offense before you call someone ugly. Um, what do you think? Do you want my, – say so my honest opinion, right? Mm-hmm. So I subscribe to the Plus. Yeah, you subscribe to the Plus. Yeah. I watched all the content that was on it within three hours Yeah. Mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. it came out. Mm-hmm. I tried to load it again the other day to watch whatever other content had been added. It didn't work. I was that disinterested. I didn't bother, so I haven't been back on. Um, and the, I think the day I got it, I decided to download and look at the Warhammer 40,000 app, just because it was free now. Yep. Don't really play much Warhammer 40,000. Um, so I downloaded the app, uh, asked it to like go onto my account, yep. and it said, um, what did it say? Something like, something... 40k like translocating negative device yeah uh and that was it for for four attempts two hours and then crashed so i uninstalled it oh okay um, well if so, it makes you feel any better on wednesday i expect exactly the same result from the yes, app. so that's my problem so my problem is that my experience of the 40k app of which all the chats that i've paid very little attention to but see it's like, oh, we imagine it'll be like the 40k app. And I'm like, cool, because I technically pay for that and it doesn't work on my phone. I yeah. don't know what. Uh, no one knows. Uh, someone in the chat asked, is the 40k app out of beta yet a year later? And the answer would be, I think no. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, but I'm excited because, listen, 
I'm hopeful. Yeah, we'll ignore the quote that I heard recently in a coffee shop down the road that the app team is leaving in droves, an actual quote uh, unofficially uh, sourced by me. Um, and we'll, we'll, in the interest, I wish Shilly was here. If Shilly was here, it'd be fucking great. I could play this, I could play both parts. Yeah, I could be like, well, they released a 40k app and it still doesn't work. One of the main problems for us as a community is getting digital information which we know is accurate. For example, you have your battle tome. Okay, is the stuff in there accurate? Currently, at the release of these two battle tomes, yes. However, once FAQs and things happen, maybe no. So you kind of have to, do you print it out and stick it in the book? You think, right, no, I'll just keep it all online in an app. But the app wasn't updated sometimes, months at a time. Recently, uh, people have been using the app for Gargans. And I think maybe the Stomp Attacks say that they're Ren 2 or Ren 3 and they're Ren... Something's wrong is the point. And people are using it and they're like, huh... That's not right. So the thing that I pray for most, more than anything on Wednesday, is digital validity. Like I can be like, I know the app has got the correct rules in. That's my dream. That's my hope for the app. What do you all think? Do you think it's... Let's, let's just hope is what I'm going to say. That's what I'm hoping. That's, that's my hope. Do you, um, do you know what I hope? Yeah. Do you want my honest opinion? Mm-hmm. Is that the app team all left... They've, yeah. had it, they've panicked, and so the solution is, on Wednesday, they just move the Warhammer Age of Sigmar app over and pretend it's a new app. <laughs> Me too! That would be the best! <laughs> they they can they... update it. That would be lovely. I mean, it never got to it on time, but if they want to update it, great. But just if bring that ju- over. Oh, just, if they just did the I'd same thing. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, all Goblin- I want! Goblins has said 14 months later and I still can't buy, build legal towel list for 40k lol. Uh, it's going to be a hot mess. Um, uh, new icon of the splash screen. Call it a day, boys. Lex, we're into that. That's what we want. Yeah, just do the same thing. Honestly, the whole Age of Sigmar community will just be like this. Round of applause. We'll do a whip around. Listen, <laughs> listen. Age of Sigmar app team. If you just... If listen, if you just do the same app but just update everything, the same fucking app, just update everything. That's all. We'll do a whip around and we'll get you all the wagamamas. That is a fucking guarantee from the Honest Wargamer community. Yeah. Do you not think? Do you never think that, right? Like, and I'm going off on a tangent, and someone will moan. Yeah. But like, have you ever played? Has anyone ever played like a game like Stardew Valley? Sold millions of copies. Oh, yeah. Little cute farming game. It's made by, like, one person. Does a better job than making a text-based app. Right. By a billion pound company. Like, just hire him. Hire me. I'll just just move it across. (laughs) I'll just click and drag. (laughs) Just click and drag. Just rename it. Yeah. News Stormcast (laughs) 3.0. Done. Next. Okay. All right. For the whip around. Uh, I appreciate all of you. Uh, Speckles, thanks for resubscribing and being here. So that's the big news. So Wednesday is going to be a very exciting day. Very exciting day. Uh, the app is coming out. That's the biggest news because honestly, keeping track of all the data is, uh, well, actually, maybe not that much of a problem, James, because uh, you can remember all of your rules for your new uh, armies on the back of your hand. You just write it down, but like, oh, I guess I've got plus one start. I'm done. That's all the rules I needed. Um, I'm, I'm only playing Stormcast now. So all I'll do is go, hang on. Three to hit, three to wound, minus one, 
two damage. <laughs> One damage, mate. So, <laughs> fucking two damage. Get the fuck out. <laughs> annihilators are two damage. I'll just use annihilators. Nothing else. They're battle. You're not going to use right? annihilators. You're not going to use anything but dragons. But anyway, all right. Let's uh, <laughs> let's get so deep dive. So that's the new section. Nailed it in 17 minutes. Listen, without Nathan and James, they've been holding us back. We're so quick. Ah, uh, speed. Speed. <laughs> fucking the key. speed. Because uh, <laughs> I've been playing Marvel. Like, a, a game apparently lasts one hour and 45 minutes. Whew. It's like it's playing quick. with Tom. <laughs> uh, Little Rathy says, do they pay... And hello, by the way. Uh, do they pay the War Scroll Builder guy, or is he still doing it for free because he's a legend? I, I'm pretty certain he gets paid. But that doesn't matter. They should pay him more. We all agree Tony P should get paid more, right? All of us. Actually. What? Do you know what? Forget the old app. Just let Tony P do it. Just put War Scroll Builder on. And then put the pictures on. Done. I'm with you, James. We all agree. Uh... <laughs> that would be the best app. Let's do that instead. Uh... Right, who do I write? Who do I write to? Uh, at <laughs> Warhammer Weekly. At Message Vince. See if talk to him. Uh... <laughs> right. The uh, the other bit of news, I guess, which is actually pretty relevant for the Age of Sigmar community, is for the first time in five, six years, or whatever, uh, we actually don't get War Scrolls for free anymore. Um, so this is pretty relevant. So we used to, at the launch or a pre-order of a new book, uh, like for instance this weekend, or when we saw the uh, pre-orders for new stuff, we would have had a war scroll alongside them. So we would have known what the unit did uh, so that like we could have an informed decision. That's no longer available. And so that'll be, they've said that'll be in the app. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the app's got me full of joy, James, like in a way that I can't describe. Um, uh, so it's going to be there. And there's nothing we can do about it. Uh, so uh, that's a bit of a shame. Uh, we've changed. And actually, this is kind of... Hello, Elfrost, by the way. Um, so yeah, no more free war scrolls via the site. And and we'll talk about what... I'll, I'll quickly mention why I think that's a problem. It's because like, Age of Sigmar has been an amazing game for, an, for a bunch of years. Specifically because I could just be like, Oh, I wonder what that unit does. Oh, that's cool. I'll buy that. That's fun. Right, the ability to know what stuff does was always a really fun and exciting journey that you could do on the car ride, on the train, uh, while having fish and chips at the beach, uh, you know, any of those things, waiting for your turn to play Pokemon Snap, whatever the situation. Like, you could be scrolling through, be like, that looks fun, I'm going to buy that, or that looks cool, I'll buy that. Uh, but now it's behind a paywall, and I don't think that they seem to understand that, like, that's a problem, right? Like, you, like you're going to care less. Like, you now, you tried to install the 40k app, didn't work. Now you're not going to buy any 40k stuff, right? Well, I just also, like, I just think, like, it's janky, right? Like, the one of the, like, the, the Warhammer Age of Sigma app was really good. Like, I'm not even going to deny it. But sometimes it wasn't up to date. And quite often, like, the, just the PDF on the website was up to date. So there was <laughs> even that bonus that a couple of times at an event... I've been like, oh, I don't think this has been up updated. Just a sec. And I literally like go on the web store, open a page, open a PDF, all on my phone, and then be like, cool, this is what it does. Like, I've got the war scroll on my phone. It took about 30 seconds. I don't have to carry it. It's probably quicker than rifling through the pack of cards that you can buy. Like, there it is. But also then I'm on their website there's a good chance I buy something like it's sensible business. Like it always made sense to me. I was always like, Oh, I look at something. I'm like, Oh, this is cool. I buy it. Yeah. And Warhammer's not a game. I don't think. And again, the community can kill me, but I don't think Warhammer is a hobby or a game that, that 
suffers from units generally being bad because people still buy stuff. Like, oh, people I don't still mean. brought entire Slanesh armies. Like, even though it's not particularly competitive because either they want to paint it or they just like the chapter or they, you know, the Chaos Guard or they want to play it. So I think, like, just having the War Scroll and me being like, oh, there's a chariot. Oh, it's probably not as good as I want. Oh, I'll just buy it anyway because I want it. Mm. Whereas actually having the rules there, I might go for the rules and and then spend a hundred quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fair. And there's and loads of people in the chat saying I've literally bought stuff because I looked at stuff on the app. Either way, I think it, what's interesting is Age of Sigmar Three is probably the most fun version of the game ever, and they're making the barrier entry as small as possible, uh, as large as possible. This is the most difficult it's been to get into the game uh, that it's ever been. And I think that that's actually genuinely very interesting. Um, I don't know. It must be doing really well and is successful. So they obviously held a little handout. They were like, hey, but guys, we fucked this game up. You, come on, buy some models. Come on. And now they're like, oh, fuck you all. You want to play? Like, pay us sort of thing. So that's fair. Um, well, it's not fair, but it's, it's the situation. So there we go. Um, it's like when they built a huge wall at Glastonbury says Owen I'm not sure where he's going with that uh, some Norwegian dude says as someone who shows three or four new people AOS a month I will say it's a lot easier for people to get a second ed though we learn third uh, although we learn third is more fun in my opinion uh, yes and Plus says just merge Wahapedia with War Scroll Builder and I'm set for life and I think I 100% agree with that either way a really good digital platform would be something that we would like as a community I don't think we're going to get it uh, which is a bit disappointing uh, and it, it, you know what, uh, James it actually was really telling when I was doing my show notes because I was like okay they're probably other ignoring Wahapedia because I'm also worried about Wahapedia getting taken down I was like right if my show notes aren't going to be just like the mad ramblings of a, like a lunatic they're now going to be like in fucking XL with tabs yeah like the whole business I'm going to be really sensible and make sure I, I keep stuff down because you just got to be that guy now and it's super dull but anyway I'm hoping for the app fingers crossed for the app let's all hope and pray uh, and listen, thank you to someone. I saw them earlier uh, donate a pound to the show uh, for the uh, the App Guy Wagamama Fund. Uh, I appreciate you uh, uh, doing that. <laughs> we've got we've got one eighth of a starter. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, so let's talk Stormcast. Twenty one minutes in. Okay, we did it. We did it. It's pretty fast. Uh, now this is quite important. Um, that. The, the, we're doing Stormcast this week, we're going to do Uruk Warclans next week, we're going to do deep dives on other books uh, another day. The important thing to note is these are the first Age of Sigmar 3 battle tomes. So we really get some sort of idea of what they might be trying to achieve with Age of Sigmar 3 compared to the battle tomes in Age of Sigmar 2. Um, it's fair to say, if you guys haven't ever watched us review one of these before uh, or talk about any of these before, we kind of had this uh, this jokey conversation about the Sin guy and the Bin guy. Uh, sometimes books were super pushed or way too competitive uh, and other books were just completely uh, Sinesh is the word we use to describe it now. Um, and either way, uh, like they seem, we called the Sin guy and the Bin guy. One of the two wrote the book. We might not have that anymore. It feels like there's some sort of consistency between the two books that have been released, which is quite cool. Uh, but we don't actually know what these books are going to look like going forward. So this is the first time we get to kind of see what it is. We also have to be aware of the meta. Uh, thank you, Kalzath, uh, for subscribing. Um, we have to be aware of the meta that they're being put into. And again, if you're f this is a first interaction with Age of Sigmar 3 at all, or you're fairly new, you have to remember that these books are probably written like a year ago. 
maybe longer, maybe like a year and a half ago. So there'll be a long lead time. So they can't have known the meta that they were going to put these books into, as in the, you know, things that are pretty dominant. So they won't know that. So they won't be related to it. Sometimes they'll be related to the meta from a year and a half ago, which is always very funny, uh, where they're like, yeah, we've solved that problem. It's like, we've moved on. We've moved the hell on. Uh, but again, a digital platform will be good for that, and the print media version of it isn't. So it's kind of it, it, it creates some nice, uh, fun stories, which I quite like. Anyway, Stormcast. Um, haven't had a book update other than uh, the kind of stuff we got in Broken Realms since the beginning of Age of Sigmar 2, which is really exciting. So we got to kind of see what they decided uh, to do with this, um, this kind of stuff. And James, you've uh, had a look through... Uh, do you have yep. any kind of uh, Niminian? Thank you for subscribing. Thanks, everyone, for subscribing. If it's your first time, uh, super appreciate it. Have you got any thoughts kind of off the top of your head? Like a TLDR, a star, anything? Twitch chat, I want the same from you if you got it. Um, Griffhounds are still rubbish. That's a negative. Yep, good. Agreed. Um, why Going is every wizard to the source, huh? still only have one cast? Yep. Terrible. Yeah. Um, um, things with wings... Are generally better than things with feet. Prosecutors? You're talking about prosecutors because yeah, they're that's great. Wrong. Love, love me a prosecutor. <laughs> 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 like so, Reaper for resubscribing. Uh... <laughs> Dra- Dragon Army 2021. Uh, yeah. All right. Or probably 2022 by the time it gets to us. <laughs> it's cute that that's the first thing you ran to. Um, all right, I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna cover some of these. I've got some talking points which we're gonna cover at the end, and I'm gonna try and not uh, flavor the conversations we go through it. But I'll just uh, do some some quick TLDRs. Um, compared to books from Age of Sigmar do, uh, two, sorry, Allegiance abilities sub factions are much weaker, and they're much simpler. Much simpler is also much weaker at the same time. Um, simpler does. In fact, I don't think simpler has to equal weaker. For instance, like Petrofex was plus one save. That's pretty strong. Yeah? Like the whole army wide. That was a pretty strong, simple strength. Uh, a lot of these are weak um, and also simpler. Uh, you've sub factions have lost command abilities, artifacts. Uh, you used to be able to, used to be locked into both. Uh, you're now not locked into them at all. They just have one ability for a sub faction. Uh, a nice change, positive change, is being certain sub factions, you unlock other things as battle line which i think is uh really great i really like that i think that's a nice change uh the spell law is really weak and ineffective um compared to other spell laws in age of sigma 2 uh there are no command abilities on war scrolls at all uh, and in fact generic command abilities are enhancements that you get um, um so you have to pay for it like a other enhancement and it's going to be fighting for um uh, amulet of destiny and this is really important they're only once per battle they're only once per battle, right? So uh, those are some sort of key changes, uh, ultimately. Uh, they've also re- taken a load of different rules off units. Uh, so uh, the kind of main talking point is that generally everything is simpler, apart from... That's rubbish. Drugs. <laughs> uh Right, so we are back, and if you're listening to this on podcast or on YouTube, there we had a small internet connection break, uh, so uh, we're going to go through those bits again. So if I repeat myself, yeah, 
uh, I am repeating myself. Uh, Nathan uh, just came and just unplugged uh, the computer, so that's what happened. Uh, so uh, we are back. If uh, we are back, we're just going to let the Twitch chat know um, that we're back. Um, so uh, talking points uh, as we go through these things are uh, just to, to re-clarify. Allegiance, basically everything is simpler. Yeah, there are less allegiance abilities. There are less things on the war scrolls. There are less everything. There's less spell law. There's less command traits. There's less artifacts. There's less everything. Um, so the question that we're going to get to at the end of the show is: is less is less stuff better if it's if it's more effective? Uh, what do we mean by effective and what do we think of it in the game? Some of it is quite interesting because as, as we go through this conversation really quickly, um, uh, they've taken rules off things like Paladors no longer, their beak attacks no longer do mortal wounds, James. Um, they, yeah, they've done that. Uh, protectors, which is probably the biggest one. Uh, protectors are a paladin unit that have existed since yep. not quite the first wave of Age of Sigmar stuff, but pretty much. Uh, they've been around for five years. They had an attack uh, which on sixes uh, against monsters became D6 damage. They were great. They weren't very good because they were quite slow to move. And if you ever got them into, like, it was hard to get them into combat and monsters weren't necessarily a big deal, but they were cool. Um, they were fun. I've got, what? I think I've got 15. You've got 15. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. So put them in a shelf. But what they did is they reduced all of the rules off a bunch of different units, except in, uh, the Celestant primary, they gave a four up ward. And then, uh, and then what they did was, so you go, okay, it's simpler. Like little Marathi says, maybe because Stormcast Eternals are marked for beginners. So they simplified it. Um, uh, so there's, there's that kind of conversation. So it's simple because it's for simple people. Uh, that's the conversation. Uh, however, then that's not true because all the new stuff has got all of the rules. So, yeah, well, I've, so I've played two events mm -hmm. with the new stuff. And, like, you don't actually need the book rules. You just ignore them because there's so much on each war scroll, they play themselves. No, there's so much on the new war scrolls. Yeah, that's what I mean. So the new units. So I've only played all new units in every event apart from uh, a knight. Oh, what's his name? Not the Encanter, the wizard. Uh, Arcanum. Lord Arcanum. That's it. And all new toys. Yeah. Yeah, so so effectively, uh, the conversation we're going to go through at the end, uh, in my opinion, is going to be that um, uh, that the uh, the new stuff is the good stuff. And, oh, and by the way, it's the same in the Uruk book. I'd like to be super clear. They effectively retconned out. Like they they haven't said don't buy bone splitters, but they also kind of have. They're like, nah, nothing for you. Uh, and they, they've given all the new rules to the new guys, basically. Uh, so that's kind of the conversations we go through it. And we'll talk about that at the end, about how we feel about it, if that's uh, cool with everyone. Is that cool, James? Yeah. All right, so, so Stormcast, Allegiance Abilities. Let's talk about this. The Allegiance Abilities, they've got, um, they've got three Allegiance. Well, they've got one Allegiance Ability, and then you choose two styles of Allegiance. Um, and we're going to focus on the Scions of the Storm. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, so their Allegiance Abilities are Blaze of Glory, Thund um, which activates with the Thunderstrike keyword, by the way. When a model dies, so any Stormcast model, when a Stormcast model dies, you roll a number of dice equal to the wounds characteristic. So let's say three wounds. Any sixes equals a mortal wound. If they've got the Thunderstrike keyword, a five up equals a mortal wound. Yeah? 
Yep. Yeah. I think it's is it plus one dice or is it plus one to the dice roll? Plus now? one to the dice roll, right? Uh, at the minute, I think on the little thing, it's pl- yeah, plus one dice. Oh, it's plus one dice. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's so the one. It, so it's uh, the wound characteristic plus one for each model that dies. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, plus one dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, so you're plus one. That's a bad start to the show, eh? Let's just turn it off. Um... <laughs> It's okay, I can do these rules. I've used them loads. Yeah, it's plus one to it's plus one to the dice roll. Uh, sorry, plus one dice to the amount that you get to roll. Right. Um, so that's yeah. the thunderstrike. Uh, that's uh, sorry, I've only had the uh, a day to do this, so it's been pretty quick. Um, uh, so there might be some copy and paste errors. Um, uh, so yeah, a dice plus. Thank you very much, Owen. Uh, and that's it. That's it. That's your that's your allegiance ability. Go home. You're done. Um, However, yeah, I did do uh, nine mortal wounds to Arcan with that the other day. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna annoy me. Uh, and then you've got uh, Scions of the Storm, um, which is you can place one unit in reserve for every unit deployed on the field, right? Uh, and then in the core rules, it tells you when that has to come by. So you have to come in by turn four. Okay. Yep. Um, so. Those are your allegiance abilities, and they're pretty like they're pretty uninteresting. And so, because of that, we've talked about this a lot on the show. We've talked about this on shows before. If your allegiance abilities aren't very interesting, then you go to the War Scrolls and you f- go find the cool things that are interesting in the War Scrolls. Now, yeah. the War Scrolls aren't interesting either. Like they have like fifty units, right? So the different James, what's the difference between what's seventy six? Yeah, seventy six. Uh, seventy four. Whatever. What's the difference between a vindicator and a liberator? What's the difference between a vindicator and a liberator? Vindicators are better. (laughs) Why? Uh, two inch range instead of one inch range. One extra save, so three to uh three up save instead of four up save. They do mortal wounds on sixes. Uh, their bravery is higher because they have a banner. I think that's it. Yeah, so top of my head. And fifteen points. Fifteen, 15 points, points more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tons of points better. Yeah, and as everyone has said, and new, and five pounds more expensive. Um, so yes, uh, vindicators are just better. But what's the difference between a vindicator, a liberator, and a vanguard hunter? Uh, vanguard hunters. Have always been bad. <laughs> like I think I've got, I think I've got ten, and I think they got used three times. Yeah, my point is, is that if you make, if you make the allegiance abilities simple and the sub factions simple, then what you do is you run to the flavor of the war scroll, right? Some people yep. advocate for that. Some people are like, it's really exciting that allegiance abilities maybe won't be as strong because then it's all about the flavor on the war scroll. But when your war scroll is really bland and boring, when it's the like, it's not Marmite. It's like it's dry white toast, James. I don't know what the most bland meal you've ever had is, but it's this book and all of the units inside of it. Like, did you ever see a Palador? Like ever? Uh, no. And they lost mortal wounds on sixes on the beaks for no reason. Like, like why? 
Like, who did they hurt? Who hurt the Paladors? Who hurt Protectors? Yeah? I kind of understand the Protectors because they're like, because you know, again, they're anti-monsters. They're like, I want to make monsters viable so I won't give a dedicated anti-monster unit in the game. Even though that would be a nice balance thing and you could kind of like, oh, that's fun. Like, that's kind of interesting. But that's not, right? Um, anyway. Uh, can uh, I want hobnob armies every time? That's biscuits is a great description. These are the what are the? Oh no, they're not nice. Are they called nice biscuits? Those terrible. Yeah, nice biscuits. This is an English They're like thing. just sugared, sugared biscuit. No, the dry digestives is what the Stormcast oh. book is. Yeah. What are the? What are they? Milk? Something milk? I know the one you mean with the cow. Eye. Rich tea. Rich tea. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, chat. Uh, <laughs> right anyway so you go to it and so before we get into any other elements of this particular book um because the because the book doesn't have strong allegiance abilities you immediately think right i'm going to go to the war scrolls and they're all unflavorful other than the absolute chad dragons which we'll talk about in a moment uh right so let's look at the storm hosts Right, Hammers of Sigmar. Um, so these are the different sub-factions. And again, super simple compared to what they were. This is 6 plus ward while wholly within 12 inches of an objective. Now, their battle line, if um, you get... So if you do go Hammers of Sigmar, you can have Concussors, Desolators, Forminators, and Tempesters. Yeah? All as battle line. Which is pretty cool. Nice. Yeah? It's about time. It's only it's only taken five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> um, and six plus ward while holding within twelve inches of objective is a nothing. It's a nothing burger. Like it's fine if you want to run maybe like a like. So what you would do with that is you would look at that and you would think right. I want as many wounds as I can get having a six up ward. That's what I want. As many wounds that that can apply to. And you can't really do that in this book because it's more of an elite infantry or elite dragon book. It's a dragon book. It's a book of dragons. I don't know if I've mentioned the absolute uh, Waitrose fancy only at Christmas set of biscuits that you get from your nan's house that you've never seen. And it's like, it's got that bit of paper between like the top layer and the bottom layer of biscuit. And you're like, holy hell. This is the, the, the. Do you know what I mean? They've got like what are those ones that are like round, but they've got like a little bit of chocolate inside. But it's still a biscuit. I know the ones you mean. You know the ones I mean. They're good. They're good biscuits. They're fucking good. And also, there's other ones that have a sugar like a sugar you've never seen other than that type of biscuit box. Those are the dragons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can we stop talking about Stormcast and have a tier list show for biscuits instead? We can later. That's going to be good. Uh, so, what do you think of Hammers of Sigmar? We cannot fail. Six up Wardner objective. James and uh, chat. Fine. I mean, if we go in, if we go in the way where things are more basic, that's like a nice, easy one, isn't it? It is. It's nice. It's nice. Uh, I like saltines. What the hell is a saltine? Wholly within twelve and of a. Of an objective's weird though. It's not because so one of the things that we didn't talk about a moment ago um, is if you decide so we skip back a little bit. So there are two ways to run a stormcast army. You can run it either as a signs of the storm, so a pure stormcast army, or you can run it as a stormkeep, and you still get these allegiance abilities, right? If you run it as a stormkeep, you're able to take coalition units from cities of Sigmar, which is quite cool, yeah. And your redeemer units count as three models in your objective for turns one and two, or they count as three models on all objectives for turns what uh, turns uh, 
turns three, four, five, right? So that's what you can do. You can either do that. And we're going to do a whole show later on about running a Stormkeep version of Stormcast. Yeah, because there's probably loads to talk about. It'll probably still include fucking dragons. But uh, the Redeemer units... Oh, I made a list of Redeemer units. Uh, James, let me talk to you about it. Uh, Vindicators, pretty good. Good. Vanquishers, no. Liberators, not good Vindicators. Sequitors, whatever. Yeah, I think maybe I don't know if judicators are or something either. But like, who gives judicators uh, are not redeemer units. Yeah, it's just those three. Yeah, they're the only redeemers. So it sucks, right? Is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's fine because you can run a city's army, which is awesome. Love that. Um, but is it like dynamic and will it do a bunch of stuff? Like, it, so you're basically going to go horde redeemers if you're going for cities. The cities of Sigma version, so a yeah. stormkeep, or like, otherwise, why would you do it? Why would you go Redeemer? Well, yeah. Why would you go for Stormkeep if you weren't trying to use the ability? Does that make sense? Well, yeah, because your other problem is, isn't it? Like, it, the rule would have been better if any any unit with a battle line tag got that. Because then you could have run some, like, little handgunners, kept them on objective, had 10 of them, had them worth 30 on objective, outscoring a giant. That would have been funny. Okay, right, listen. I need to control the Twitch chat because they're all being fucking dicks. Right, listen, you bunch of fucks. I'm trying really hard. I've been working on this for a day and a half and I want it to be good. And apparently I'm not saying vindictor right. It is said as vindicator. Okay, it's a vindicator. All right? Vindessels. James, how do you say it? What's How do you say it? Uh, It's vindictor, isn't it? Is it? Is it vindicator? What are you saying, chat? No, Vindicators are 40k, aren't Vin they? Diesels. They're now called Vin Diesels for the rest of time. We were calling them that anyway. Vin Diesels. Vin Dicator. Uh, listen, if you've got problems with that, you need to walk outside. That's what I'm saying. Um... They are Vindictors. <laughs> Vindictors. Are you sure? Yeah, that's what that's what uh, the Warhammer spelling, Games Workshop spelling says, so it must be right. Okay, Vindictors. I've lost where I am. We're somewhere. Yeah. We said we talked about redeemer units. We talked about if you're gonna run uh, the stormkeep army, you're gonna just spam them, which kind of destroys the point of being able to take cities of Sigma units. And now we're talking about stormhosts. We've done nailed it, James. Uh, Fucking Hammers great Sigma. work. Yeah, okay. Uh, so we've done hammers of Sigma. Then we will go to the other ones, right? Uh, so we've got hallowed yep. knights. Only the faithful, the worst faction, because people shout that out loud. The worst. <laughs> Uh, redeemer units on a four. <laughs> it already happened in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Is redeemer units on a four plus fight on death if they're within three inches of an enemy. Oh yeah. So right. So that's not bad actually. Actually, that's pretty good. Uh... It's not good. No, because they're only. It's only good. So this is only good if I go. So I have to go Stormkeep. Yep. I have to spam Vindictors, yep. and then they then they fight when they die, yep. and then they explode. And you can heal them back. Destroyed? Don't forget healing them back. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, but it's literally like one build. Yeah, it's one build because it's just telling you. So then you say to yourself, okay, I won't do that one build. I'll go to the War Scrolls because the Allegiance abilities and the... So the conversation that's going to occur online over the next fucking year, people are going to say having simple Allegiance abilities and simple sub-factions makes the game easier and it's nicer and it's not as bloated and it's fine. But what I'm telling you is, is they could do simple while also make something interesting. And this isn't that. This makes it monosyllabic. But whatever. Um, 
R.I.P. Wrathmonger War Scroll. Actually fun. Uh, right, so then Celestial... Uh, oh, fuck. I'm not saying it. The next one, Celestial Guys. Uh, they've got... Uh, they are the Celest- Celestial Vindicators. I'm not reading it out loud. I refuse. Okay. Yeah. Um, is driven by vengeance. Uh, one charging unit gains exploding sixes in melee. That's the worst one so far. <laughs> I mean, if you make a big fucking unit... Uh, I guess... Actually, I guess if I've got a unit of something that's six really dragons. strong... Six fucking dragons. <laughs> James, six dragons. <laughs> then maybe it's okay. But other than that, I'm not sure why I want that. Six dragons. Um, okay, good. Uh, right. It's what I want. I like yeah. <laughs> uh, Animals of the Helden Hammer. So, so let's, that's a good one. Because you can you can tank up a fucking huge unit of like absolute beat sticks, get yourself three annihilators with the storm hammers or whatever nine, sorry, because uh, they can be battle. Oh, they can't be battle line. Uh, can they be battle line this? No, they can't. They can be battle line a no. different army. Um, uh, but yeah, six dragons. Uh, so then anvils of the Helden hammer, deathly aura. At the end of the charge phase, roll two d six against the enemy bravery within one inch. If you beat it, you negate the first two wounds that unit does. See, that isn't simple. And it's also no, shit. And also, the entire game has bravery 10 apart from Stormcast <laughs> now. So if I'm rolling against anyone else's bravery, they're braver than me anyway. So let's not bother. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, terrible. Uh, like, it's fine. Like, negating two wounds is quite nice. Like, negating the first wound on Manfred's pretty cool. Uh, I used to play an army that would negate the first wound in every phase. This is, you have to roll to see. Um, so anyway, so, uh, we'll move on. Where are we up to? Uh, make sure I haven't missed any. So those are those. So the other sub-factions, Knight Excelsior, Storm Annihilation. Uh, start of the combat phase, one Paladin unit, uh, gets plus one to hit and wound if the enemy unit within one inch outnumbers them. The battle line units that they uh, that they can have, which is cool, is annihilators, annihilators with meteoric hammers, decimators, prote- protectors, and retributors. Only protectors don't fight monsters. Annihilators are pretty cool, James. Yep, and they're relaxed. They're good. They're two hundred points for nine wounds on a two-up save. They've gone up, but two dragons is two hundred eighty-five <laughs> points. <laughs> Now, annihilators are rad. I'm not saying they're not rad, but two dragons. So it's nine. It's it's nine <laughs> wounds. I sound like fucking Simon Speckles. I hate it. Right. So like, <laughs> he's having a great. It's day. such a fun book. Right. So three annihilators is nine wounds on a two-up save. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now two uh, Drake Guard or whatever the fuck they call Battleline Drakes. Um, are 18 wounds on a 3-up save with a spell ignore on a f- of a 4-up, yeah? And they move 12 inches and they do like 2d6... Well, they do like 2d3 uh, mortal wounds in the shooting phase and they fight pretty well. And it's 85 points more for an additional 9 wounds. I haven't even talked about Rally yet. Uh, like, there's, there's, a, there's a lot, yeah? But they're still fine. They're fine. Like, you could have them. And it's cool. The big problem with the Decimators, Protectors, and Retributors, and I've read all the War Scrolls, is that they took... I've talked about this before, but they took away what they took away what Protectors do. Like, they used to fight monsters, which is a bit of a shame, but they kept what Decimators did. So you get plus two attacks if you're outnumbered by the enemy uh, unit, and you fight hordes, which you don't generally tend to fight hordes in Age of Sigmar 3, because they've designed the game to fight monsters, if that makes sense. 
Yep. So they've like designed to fight. They've designed the game with monsters in mind. Also, yeah. can we just talk about why why are decimators, protectors, and retributors now more points than annihilators? So you buy the new things. Like, <laughs> and and I know you get five, but they've got a worse save by two. <laughs> yeah, by two. <laughs> you do get more. Like, you do get more. Wo- uh, more wounds though. You get fifteen wounds versus nine. Yeah, but the, I had I had one annihilator, a tank of great and clean one for three rounds of combat, and then I brought two back. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> I don't tell you. Like the whole thing is buy new stuff only. Yeah, yeah. like that's it. But also, don't forget their storm strike armor. So decimators, protectors, and retributors aren't storm strike, and annihilators are. Yeah. So they're gonna so, so uh, they're gonna get the plus one save. Oh, they got three ups. No, the uh, aren't the annihilators with meteoric grand hammers a three up save, but the annihilators with the shields yeah, are a two up are. save. The Annihilators are a two-up. Yeah, yeah, and Annihilators with the Grand Hammers are a three-up save. The Chariots are yeah. uh, good, FYI, if you guys are interested. Basically, if you don't want to listen to the rest of the show, just buy loads of dragons and you're good. Maybe not the named ones, and then you can go home. Like, you like, oh, cool, thanks, Rob, appreciate that. Uh, also, the Celestine Prime slap's pretty good. Like, fucking not bad. Um... So, Owen, we'll talk about the drive at the at the end. Uh, so this, I really like the fact that you do get different battle line options with different storm hosts. I think that that's a huge, big yep. positive change, and I'd like to see that more. Right? Yeah, it'd be cool as well. I think like to see someone who I don't know, like let's say goes Knight Six Celsius and only builds um, Paladin units. Yeah. Like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. So uh, last storm host, we've got Tempest Lords. Um, uh, f- uh, flying units can reroll one dice for the charge. Not as good as exploding sixes, but that's still pretty good for consistent charges. Uh, battle line is prosecutors with celestial hammers and prosecutors with stormcold javelins. No one's going to ever build that army, so it doesn't matter. Celestial warbringers um, have fearless foresight, which is once per phase you reroll one hit or one wound roll for a friendly celestial warbringers unit. So that's uh, one. Um, I, I, it might be for every warbringer unit. I don't know. Like the wording was like, I was like, is it both? Is it all or is it one? If it's all, it's a bit like Salamanders in 40k, which is actually pretty techy. Uh, so you can do some fun stuff with like elite single units, but I think it's just one unit, um, which is like whatever, truth truth be told. But again, I don't think that's particularly good. Um, but none of them are good, so that's fine. And then Astral Templars have got Beast Stalkers, which is ignore monstrous rampages. <laughs> Uh, and then their battle line is Vanguard Hunters and Vanguard Paladors, or both of which got super worse uh, with the update, so that's fine. Um, uh, so uh, Templars are good until next GHB. Uh, I've been waiting for a Dragon Army for a long time, so I'm here for all of this. This is good. I'm happy about this in the chat. Um, uh, so I'm glad about all that. Right, so next up, uh, so let's stop here, take a moment, get ourselves a cup of tea with which to eat our biscuits, James. Yeah? How do you feel? I've, how do you feel so far? Twitch chat. How do you feel so far? Um, uh, talk to me all. How do you all? How do you all feel so far? Having gone through uh, the allegiance abilities and the sub faction stuff, what are you thinking, James? I was, uh, I was kind of just expecting the chat to go crazy. Uh, okay. I think it's interesting, isn't it? Like it's interesting. I've said loads of times. Like at the minute, my Age of Sigma, like intensity is low mm-hmm. like my interest is low um because i think having waited what have we waited like four months since dominion came out yep. for these rule books mm-hmm. like has been so long to be like oh where's the game at 
and I think it's really interesting because if we see if we see this across the board, and I know the loads of the alt books leaked or all of the alt book leaked over the internet. I haven't read any of it. I couldn't be bothered. I won't lie. Um, but like, if both books follow this tangent where we're seeing War Scrolls dumbed down. Uh, no, no, well, no, no, no. Uh, See, because that's well, going Scrolls... to be the prevailing argument. People are going to say that they're making the book simpler, then that's categorically not true. They're making yeah, all so of the, the old stuff simpler. Okay. Yeah, so, but if we see, because from here, sorry, is what we're seeing is like the sub factions and the uh, like command abilities being made easier. Is that the right thing? Ooh. Sub factions and the battle traits. Ooh. That's the words I'm after. Um, then fine. But your issue is going to be then, isn't it, that if that happens for some armies and not others, we're going to end up with a really disjointed game for a while, I think, until we see all the books. Well, what's what's fascinating is is you might end up with like a... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that more in the future. I think someone made a good point in the chat, uh, Charles the Dead Lizard. I feel like the pool, um, it was it's better now having sub-factions that don't have a command trait and an artifact locked, and I think I super agree, because obviously no one wants to be artifact locked because everyone wants Amulet of Destiny. Um, so, like... <laughs> Like, I agree. I agree with you. Like, I don't want my swap bogglers to ever need anything other than Amulet of Destiny. That's all I need. And we're good. Uh... Oh, Ethereal Amulet, how I missed you. <laughs> uh... Anyway, um, so that's where we're at. Right. Next up, this is an interesting kind of thing, which is new for Age of Sigmar 3 as a review. We've got Grand Strategies and we've got Battle Tactics, and both of those are inside of the book. Um... And they aren't as good as the core ones, right? Basically, and what I mean by that is they're not as don't they're not. My, don't get me on my bar. No, they're not as easy to achieve, right? And that's actually a huge positive. I said this on the stat show earlier, but I'm going to kind of just go through it again really quickly. Uh, I'll read them out and I'll talk about them. Uh, Dracothian Defiance, complete uh, only um, the only people that can complete it are Draconith, Stardrake, or Drac Dracoth heroes are left alive. So the only heroes that are left alive. Are, so not your enemies, no heroes left for your enemy, and you have to have a Draconith, Stardrake, or Dracoth hero alive to complete that. That is not as easy as Beastmasters, yeah, or Hold the Line, yeah. or Grand Sorcery, so you won't do it. Pillars of Victory, complete if only friendly battle line units are left alive at the end that are Redeemer. Now, if you're going to build that big Redeemer brick in the, uh, the Stormkeep one, then yeah, you might take that. But if you're doing battle line, yeah, just do Hold the Line. Right, this is this is easy. Yeah. Um, uh, right. Uh, so then, uh, sacred charge complete if there are two plus cities of Sigma units left on the battlefield, uh, which is super challenging to do if you're running a stormkeep. So all of these are much easier to do in um, uh, from the generic ones. So you're going to choose those all the time, and it's the same really for battle tactics. Uh, battle tactics are hammer strike assault, kill a hero with ten or more wounds that has none assigned to it. Um, like at the start of that turn, you start beginning of the start of your turn. You were like, "Cool, I'm going to kill that hero. It's got no wounds assigned to it. I'm going to kill it. It's got ten or more wounds. I'm going to I'm going to destroy that this turn." Cool. Six dragons. Yeah. <laughs> we're like speckles. My bloodthirster. <laughs> Um, uh, so uh, no challenge too great uh, oh Spleen Thieves made a good point uh, which I'm going to get to at the end this opens up for making players change their grand strategies between rounds which I think is actually an interesting take what I'm going to say 
is that when all of these books are out, I could 100% see Games Workshop or a TO saying, cool, no core battle tactics or grand strategies allowed. And then, and then the game becomes uh, super fucky, right? The game becomes super fucky um, because this is much harder to achieve. But right now, it, it would be cool. That would be super cool. It would be really cool, but it would also limit how you build your armies because the first one doesn't require anything. The next one, Redeemer Unit kills a hero in melee, requires you to have a Redeemer Unit. Uh, Draconis Destruction is kill a unit with 10 or more models uh, with a Draconis Stardrake or Dracos, so you need one of those in your army. A Matter of Honor, kill an enemy starting monster with a Draconis or Stardrake unit, so you would need those in your army. Uh, Pioneers of the Realm, capture all objectives in your opponent's territory with Cities of Sigmar unit, which is honestly insane. Like, who do they think they are? Like... <laughs> the best lads? Charge! Some great swords. Just getting shot off the board by Lumineth as they run. <laughs> um, uh, Pioneers of the Realm, oh, I've done that one. And then Lightning Shattered Morale is uh, make one model run from a unit uh, that starts out at Bravery 10. Yeah. I'd like to say, I read these earlier. Yeah. I'd rather do Pioneers of, Ra- of the Realm than Lightning Shattered Morale. <laughs> I agree. Like, I read them. I was like, this Pioneers of the Realm is a nice idea. Terrible. And then I got to the bottom one. I was like, oh, my God, it seems good now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. So uh, one of the... One of the interesting things is that, like, and it, there's no point really going over it too much. Like, oh, how will you achieve them? You're just not going to. You're going to do the basic ones. You're going to have a monster stand on an objective. You're going to run three dudes. You're going to kill a battle line unit. You'll be like, whew, I played most of this game now. I've smashed it. It does open up a very interesting future where the game is uh, based around how you do your own battle tactics. And it's quite nice because, like, a huge compliment to Games Workshop because uh, what they aren't, this is really important, is more overpowered or easy to achieve like you get in 40k. Where in 40k, those battle tactics... Sorry, your your secondaries, which is what battle tactics are, like, you generally score more points for your secondaries from your book than you do from the core ones. So that's a, that's a really, like, positive thing. Um, that that's not the case and it does also mean later on you can open it up so that you only do grand strategies uh, and battle tactics from your book which i think would be a really interesting like tournament setting to have that but it's the opposite of what people are gonna say about the new books people are gonna say going to say sorry they're going to say oh it's so much better it's more simple because i can just design whatever i want and that's not true because if these are the only things you knew, you need, you're going to take dragons because three of those require you to have a dragon. And then one of them requires you to have a redeemer unit in your army. Yeah. So if it's just those, you're going to build a different sort of army based. Does that make sense? So like, and you're more pigeonholed into book than you are in anything else. So anyway, um, but yeah. at least they're not like the 40 K ones, which is a positive, but they're, they're whatever. So no one cares. Um, uh, so there's that. So those are the battle tactics. Right, let's talk about uh, the other bits, um, uh, if you want, James. Do you want to talk about the spell law? Um, unfortunately, I didn't, I didn't yeah, get time to make it. something that looks super fancy, so you guys are going to have to deal with, with this. You've got Lightning Blast, which is cast on a 5. Uh, closest visible enemy unit suffers D3 mortal wounds. Azerite Halo, so, that's, so that one and Chain Lightning, I don't 
really want to talk about. The good one to talk about is Celestial Blades. It's cast on a five. Pick a friendly unit wholly within 12 inches of a knight, which is a keyword, or 18 inches of a lord or draconith, and you get plus one to wound until your next hero phase, which is pretty cool. Yeah? That's a good one. So Celestial Blades, cast on a five, would be great on a unit that wounds on the threes that have exploding sixes because of the sub-faction, like six dragons. Um, like, so that's good, right? Um, and that's pick a friendly unit. Uh, Thunder, and then there's two other ones. You've got um, uh, Azerite Halo, which is any, basically it's cast on a five. Any sixes to hit the, the unit that you cast it on. Uh, sorry, any sixes to save, sorry, from the unit that uh, gets attacked in melee reflects a mortal wound back. Yeah, okay. which is quite cool. Uh, then you got. It's all right. I think that's always been around, doesn't it? As about Halo. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Thundershock. Uh, roll dice for each enemy unit within twelve inches of a knight or lord on Draconith. Uh, on a three up, minus one to wound until your uh, next hero phase. Now that's actually pretty interesting, uh, Thundershock. I quite like that. Although you're more than likely are just going to be taking the command trait that makes everyone minus one to wound your army anyway. Um, but that one's quite a nice one, especially in a Redeemer army, which is, you're not going to have that. So I quite like Thundershock. I think that's quite fun. Uh, and it's quite a big bubble aura, especially if you're going for like healing, redeeming units, or you go for safe stacking, redeeming units, and then you want that minus one to wound bubble. That's pretty good. Uh, and then you've got Starfall, which is pick a point within 12 inches of a knight or 18 inches of a oh, lord. What? What's up? This is the worst day. Carry on. Why? What's happened? Starfall was better before. Oh. <laughs> uh, this one's pretty good, though. Pick a point within 12 inches of a knight or 18 inches of a lord or draconith. Each enemy unit within three inches on a three plus cannot make piling moves. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and they are low casting values. The important point to note is that lords or draconiths cast the spells better or they cast them at a longer range. Right. Yeah. So you're going to want a Draconith or a Lord. Yeah. I'm. Well, you're going to always take one, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. You. Well. Yes. But what I'm saying is, is they're forcing you into that, right? You don't get any. Yeah, you don't yeah, get yeah. any choices. Um. So like they're like, okay, if you want a better wizard, you go for these keywords. It's like the Salamander Water Scroll. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Push you down that. Push line. you down that line. Uh, but the writing pushes you down this line. Anyway, let's talk about command traits. There are only four command traits, um, and they're all kind of uh, okay, but we're just going to talk about one, uh, which is Master of Celestial Menagerie. Uh, if this general is a monster and on the battlefield, uh, then minus one to wound Stormcast Eternal Monsters. Nice. That's nice. So uh, that's an army-wide minus one to wound to all of your monsters, basically. Uh, as a command trait um so that one's pretty uh like it's just self-explanatory the other ones aren't even good uh basically <laughs> <laughs> so that review the other ones don't <laughs> uh artifacts uh i don't like any of the weapon versions uh armor ones uh all three are okay drake scale armor lets you reroll saves against damage two weapons uh mirror shield is is pretty pretty brilliant uh which is you can't be shot um unless you're within nine inches so like you're basically nice. immune to shooting outside of nine inches which is really great when you've got a 12 inch shooting attack yourself uh which is quite nice um <laughs> I'll shoot you. You can't shoot me. Uh, oh, important question. Are dragons monsters? Yes. So you can have dragon um, battle line that are minus one to be wounded from the command trait. 
Um, so Mirror Shield's flat, isn't it? Can't be shot. So like, it's not can't be seen. It's your Lumineff Realm Lords that don't need line of sight still can't shoot that har- character unless they're within. Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> and then um, uh, Amulet of Silver Sigmarite. You cannot reroll hits against the bearer, which is genuinely. I might just let me just quickly let me just quickly give that a red because I hate that. Because they took rerolls out of the game and they were like, you can't reroll now. And it's like, you're taking it out. Well, it's also really weird because that Drake scale armor, like, reroll saves against damage two plus weapons. It's like you've just taken all all the rerolls out of the game. Don't put one back in. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's one. Like, it's one. Uh, anyway, uh, you're right, though. Uh, next up, you've got magic items. Uh, you've got Quicksilver Draft, which is not bad. Once per battle, uh, always strikes first, and it counts as its activation. But if you do have something that makes you fight again, you can still fight again. Um, uh, Luckstone, it was weird that they clarified it, but maybe it needs clarifying for worded. Uh, Luckstone, once per battle, you can choose the result of a hit, wound, save, run, or charge roll, which is genuinely pretty cool if you build yourself up like a, a slappy lord, let's say. Uh, and you want to like guarantee a 12-inch charge because you get to choose a 12-inch charge, uh, which I think is uh, uh, not bad. Um, and then you got what's up, James? I just like the Slappy Lord. Slappy Lord, yeah. That's his name. That's his Stormcast name. Greetings, mortal. I have renamed you the Slappy, the Slappy Lord. Lord. Yeah. And then you got the Obsidian Amulet. Once per battle, start the hero phase. Ignore spells and endless spells until your next hero phase, which is uh, better than the four plus ignore that you already have on your dragons. But uh, why pay for something when you can have a five up uh, like uh, ward instead? Um, so then you got prayers for your for your priests, and there are three, and one of them is amazing, which is bless weapons. Three plus a friendly stormcast unit holding within twelve inches of a knight or eighteen inches of a lord gets exploding sixes. Yeah, which is good. That's a good one. Do you not like that one? No, that's good. It's just funny. It's good. It's good if you're not already taking exploding weapons or you want it in two places yeah. or something like that. Um, then you've got Divine Light, which you've also got relocation. You've got, you've got a deep strike in translocation, which isn't bad, uh, but it's on a three plus. Um, so, like, that's whatever. It's always been on a three plus, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can move after the teleport. Can you move after the teleport? Uh-oh. Uh, James, inter- talk to the chat while I quickly go and explore if that's true. What, you can move after translocation? Let me go read now. it, and then you go, and then you just, you just do... Uh... Uh, it says it's a deep strike, though. Uh, yeah, that's what I've written. Doesn't mean that that's true. Oh. Uh, so you, you, you keep oh, the chat, chat. entertained. Why can we move after it? While I, uh, while I go find out if that's true. One second. Uh, because oh everyone's basically saying it's badly written and will change in the FAQ but maybe that's the point gotta do it on a 3 plus uh, yeah so translocation translocation is prayer that answer value of 3 um, if answered pick one friendly stormcast unit holding within range and visible to the chanter you can remove that unit from battlefield and set up again anywhere on the battlefield um, more than nine of the enemy units translocation is prayer that has an answer value of 3 in a range of 9 oh no they'll FAQ that that's fine They'll FAQ that. Good, good spot chat, but they're gonna they're gonna change that, so that's fine. Um, also, the uh, Lord Relictor apparently gets plus one to chanting, so he does it on a two plus. Still not. Seraphon, just do it, James. They just they do, do it. But soon they'll all be dead because <laughs> Stormcast stole their dragons. <laughs> okay, all right. Translocation, like, but I wouldn't be building the list based on that, right? Um, and then Divine Light. Uh, 
is um, 3 plus, an enemy unit within 12 inches of night or 18 inches of a lord. Uh, you reroll ones to hit that target. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, so you pick an enemy unit, and on a 3 up, you get to reroll ones to hit, and that's pretty rare um, in this book, yeah. and generally anyway. So, like, that's awesome, like, as a prayer, if you get the opportunity. But you have to be within 18 inches on a 3 plus. You can't guarantee it. It's not quite the same as, um, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, no, uh, uh, not Syrian Light. Uh, the, the, the Lumineth one, where you can reroll your hits. Lambent Light, nailed it. That's what it is. It's not as good as Lambent Light. Uh, well, it's as good as Lambent Light, I guess. Um, but anyway, so those are the prayers. Any of those jump out to you, James? Uh, blessed weapons, exploding uh, sixes. I, I, I mean, translocation probably, but mostly because I've always taken translocation for however many years it's been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but blessed weapons is probably the scarier one when you now have models that move twelve inches. Uh, yeah, well, they actually move twenty-four. More on that later. Okay. Um, right then, you got some mount always traits. Uh, I'm only going to read out two. You've got Celestial Instincts, which is Retreat, Shoot, and Charge as a mount trait. Um, like nice. that. Uh, and then you've got uh, Thunderous Presence, which is a Draconith only. Instead of Monstrous Rampage on a 3+, an enemy unit within one inch cannot receive commands in the following Battleshock phase. So there is a way to make it so that people can't get Inspiring Presence. But it does require you doing that on a mount trait, which is pretty big. And I'd probably be going for Celestial Instincts instead for a street shoot and charge, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is nuts. Uh, yeah, I think that's great. As a mount trait, because you're getting that for free, so your general um, could be, a, you know, uh, whatever artifact you want to take. Like, for instance, you're going to take Master of Celestial Menagerie, so that's minus one to wound across your army, if you're building a Stormcast army. If you're building a Redeemer Stormkeep army, I don't think that's necessarily what you're going to take, uh, but you might. You might do that. Uh, and then you've got Mirror Shield, uh, so it cannot be shot within nine inches. So you might take that. You're probably going to take uh, a, You're probably gonna take the Amulet of Destiny, <laughs> to be honest, but you might take that. Good old Amulet. Yeah, you might take that instead. Why is it always Amulets? What is it about the mortal realms and people being like, oh, love me an Amulet? Oh, I mean, Amulet's a cool man. You know in the movie when, like, the guy, like, he's like, here, you take the Amulet of Morthin Kafafa, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, more than Kathatha is a dangerous person too. <laughs> so you'd be good having his amulet. <laughs> anyway, uh, right, then the command abilities um, is call for aid. Right, so there, is one, two, there are five, there might be six, and I've not written one down, but there are five command abilities, there might be six. Um, and they're all once per battle. So there are no command abilities Why? on War Scrolls anymore. Which is nuts, right? <laughs> it, how do you feel about that? Yeah, fine. It's fine. I'll play without them. Don't need them anyway. You don't need them anyway? Never needed them. Never needed them ever. Okay. Don't know what you're on okay. about. Okay, I think that's pretty sad. Um, I think it's there's two, there's two parts to the conversation. Uh, the first part is um, it was always a bit tough when the command ability that you wanted was locked on a model you didn't like. So I could 100% understand taking a command ability off of different models right because then you're like oh yep. that's cool i don't have to worry about like i'm i'm taking them for the other abilities on the war scroll i guess but then it also makes them like not interesting like we all remember gavriel shore charge 
because good old Gavriel only in Hammers of Sigma, which is why they were all we saw for a year though. So I think like there's interesting bits, isn't there? Like characters probably shouldn't have ever been faction locked in Age of Sigma. Like I've said that for forever. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because then you kind of lose some character from those ridiculous characters. Well, I think you? that's the key point, right? You like the the flavor. That's why we're talking about it on Flavor Town Show today. The flavor, of course, is that. The the what if the flavor isn't in like where is the flavor in the book where is the spice melange is my question like where is the the tasty sauce and some good rules right and I used to joke that I could write like one of these battle tomes in an afternoon I genuinely think I could write one of these in an afternoon yeah might need a bit of like spell checking obviously um, but like where are thank you uh, Dayton where are the tasty biscuits in this book and you're like okay like. They just don't have. They've taken away like the uh, flavor is the only word I can really think about it. Like you know, like the creativity. Like everything just feels yep. a bit blander. And some people might really be happy about that. There's a reason that people still stock uh, plain digestive biscuits at the supermarket. Someone buys them. Someone. Lots of people buy them. Lots of people buy them. I don't buy them. Like I feel like we all deserve better biscuits, James. I mean, that's all you're going to have soon. Brexit means Brexit. <laughs> Sorry, just put that in there. <laughs> uh, right, uh, most of the old school heroes just got so bad in this book. Uh, they have the same attack and no real abilities. They could just take them out at that point. I agree. Uh, bland means you can put on your own spin on it if you have the creativity, says com. but they don't produce any creative rules. Because if they gave you creative rules to choose from, uh, be it like some special items or whatever it might be, uh, then that's how you would create it, but they don't. It's actually quite interesting, James, because 40k plays really similar to this book. This book is like proto 40k, where everything in 40k right. is very bland and has very few few special rules, like almost no special rules. And the way you like create some fun interactive stuff is by doing stratagems and you like scream like a maniac yeah. and put a car down and be like, 2CP! And then you say something mental, right? That's how 40k works. This is the same, but it doesn't have any of the, the stratagems. It just has like, are you going to redeploy that unit? Because I'm within nine. You're like, yeah, I'm going to redeploy that unit. Are you going to unleash hell? Because you shoot? Yeah, I'm going to unleash hell. And that's all you're going to do. Um, uh, no, we have way too many special rules and they're all fucking boring and interactive, says Tom in the chat. That's the talking about 40k. Uh, right, so the command ability is once per battle. Uh, a five-man unit of Redeemer uh, with an identical... So this is a call for aid. You can replace a five-man unit that's been slain with an identical unit wholly within 12 inches of a Stormcast hero outside of nine inches from your enemy. Once per battle, you can re- you can return one five-man unit. James, how do you feel about that? That's a Redeemer unit. Nowhere near as good as the current one, is it? Uh, no. A Steadfast March. Once per battle, start of the movement phase. Uh, within 12 inches of a knight or 18 inches of a, a lord or draconith, you can pick a unit and wholly within those ranges, and you can run and charge. Great. Love that. Um, that's yep. pretty good. But you have to pay for an enhancement, James. So are you going to pay for the Amulet of Destiny? Or are you going to pay for that commandability? Right, so you don't just get a command ability for free. I gotta pay for this. Uh, that's a great question. Maybe you get one for free. You get one of every enhancement for free. You might get one command ability for free, because it's in like that enhancement section now. So you're right. Maybe you get one. You're right. Let's go for that. Uh, you do get one for free. You get one for free. So you can have that. I'd take that one. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, the other one is... Um, so, yeah, thank you, everyone. Uh, so, the other one is Thunderbolt Volley. Uh, you can pick a Justicar or an Angelos unit, and they can shoot uh, in the hero phase, 12 inches of a Lord of Dracoth. Um, so, a Justicar or an Angelos unit. So, Judicators um, or, like, Vanguard Raptors. Prosecutors at Angelos. Uh? <laughs> Prosecutors of the Angelos unit. <laughs> Can't wait to throw them javelins and miss twice in a turn. <laughs> Uh, Thunderbolt Volley, six long strikes and RIP their back line, says uh, Charles the Dead Lizard. So that's a 400-point unit to put in your army uh, that you would use to do uh, six. Uh, six of them would do 12 shots, um, threes and threes, uh, rend two, damage two. Any sixes are a mortal wound, uh, and the sequence ends. Two mortal wounds and the sequence ends. And then you obviously get to shoot in the shooting phase. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's going to be 24 shots uh, that you can do coming out of that 400-point unit. Um, if you go first uh, at the range at 24 inches, no, 30 inches, 30 inches. Um, so there's an option if you want to do that. Uh, then you've got uh, Thunderbolt. Vo- we've done Thunderbolt Volley. Unleash Thy Hatred, which is once per battle, uh, combat phase. Uh, pick a Paladin unit uh, and it gets plus one attack that phase. And you have to be wholly within, like, well, not within 12 inches or 18 inches. So plus one attack on a Paladin unit, which is fine. Uh, and then final Thunderstrike, once per battle, uh, combat phase, uh, you pick a Stormcast unit that explodes on uh, fives instead of sixes. Yeah, which is pretty nice. It's pretty nice. <laughs> so uh, when it dies, you roll a dice model, a dice for each model in the unit. If it's Thunderstrike, you add plus one, and any fives and sixes will do a mortal wound in return. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so any of those stand out to you? A lot of people really excited about uh, taking sixty, uh, taking some judicators and doing sixty shots. Some people excited about doing it on long strikes uh, with, uh, well, Vanguard Raptors with long strikes. Any of those um, feel good? Uh, I, I just that like pick a unit, run and charge, is the one all day. Uh, yeah, I like the pick a unit, run and charge. I like that a lot. Uh, that one, and I also think like because if it's going Draconith, that should allow it to. Be... Does that allow Dracoth? Are they Draconith yeah, now? That, yeah, yes they are. Yeah, so so you could like if you've got an old army and you want to try and run it, it like does pump up them like old Dracoth units, and you can take them as battle line in Hammers of Sigma. So I think there's some nice little bits there. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you to Midvelm uh, and Jay for Jackson for subscribing and Jay for Jackson for donating a gift subscription. That's pretty nice of you. Uh, so those are the command abilities and they're fine. Um, you could build around one of them uh, if you wanted to do long strikes um, and you could build around the other for run and charge, which I think is the one you're going to do. Uh, right. So that's everything. Yeah, that's everything. Um, now let's just talk about let's talk about these bad boys. Uh, let's not even talk about that guy. Let's just move straight on to the Stormdrake Guard, James, because I'm fucking sick of just, like, burying the lead. Right, Stormdrake Guard, a battle line. Uh, if you have um, a, a Knight Draconis as your general, um, which is pretty cool. If you do have a Knight Draconis as your general and you give him the upgrade, then these guys, which are monsters, are going to be uh, minus one. There's a monster keyword. Are they They're monsters? Yeah, monster keyword. So they're going to be minus one to wound. Yeah. Uh, yeah, James, do you hear me? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. That's a positive. Sorry, I got distracted. I sent you a message. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, do we need to go? <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is... No, no, no. 
Just check it. Uh, okay. This on 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 Skype. Oh. Look at your computers, oh, no. Greg. <laughs> oh no, the nightmare situation. <laughs> the nightmare fuel. It's what's happened. Uh, uh, I know everyone's meant to see my screen. That's fine. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Then. <laughs> Oh, this isn't those pictures, James. This is fine. This is intended. Yeah, these are leaked on Twitter. Uh, shout out to Ch- oh, shout out nice. to Chump Hammer um, uh, for putting these on Twitter. Um, so it's 285 points for five of these guys, right? Storm Drake Guard. They're monsters, and like I've said, they're going to be minus two, two, not five. Sorry, wait. D- did I say two? Two. 285 points for two. Yeah. yeah. There we go. And they're monsters. So, like I said. And they can be battle line if you have the Knight Draconis as your general. Now, they've got nine wounds each, and they've got a three-up armor save. So for 285 points, you've got 18 wounds on a three-up armor save, and they move nice. 12 inches, which is pretty good. Now, the good news is they're not great in a fight. They're just okay in a fight. Um, they've got the Draconic Flamestorm, which is 12-inch weapon, 12-inch uh, shooting attack. So that gives them a 24-inch effective range. Uh, and then they've got either the Warblade or the Lance. In my opinion, the Warblade's better, but we'll talk about that in a moment. The Lance is a two-inch range, uh, but it's got three attacks, threes and threes, rend one, damage one. If you charge, it becomes rend two, damage two. Uh, and then you've got the uh, nice. Warblade, which is six attacks, threes and threes, rend one, damage one, which I think is generally just better anyway over time. I mean, six attacks is a lot on threes and threes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right? And then you've got... And then you just prey on them. Yeah. <laughs> or you don't even need to prey. You can just put them in the sub-faction. Right? That is true. That just gives them explosion sixes if you want. But you could do you could do one or the other. Um, and then the, the actual dragon has got four attacks, threes and threes, rend two, damage two. Yeah? Which is... Which nice. is yeah pretty nice uh so uh, on a unit of two you're going to have eight attacks that are damaged two with rend of two now uh their shooting attacks really nice uh you pick a unit within 12 inches um and uh you roll up dice on a one to two nothing happens on a three to four they take d3 mortal wounds on a five to six you take d6 mortal wounds so from 285 points you can move 12 inches you can shoot 12 inches and you might do 2d6 mortal wounds before you even charge which is quite nice um uh let's be honest uh and then yeah they've also got a four up spell ignore so they ignore spells on a four uh, the champion, uh, they have a champion, so they can issue commands to themselves, like all-out defense, taking them to a two-up armor save. Or you could stick Mystic Shield on them, uh, making them have uh, a two-up armor save base anyway. Uh, and then you could give them all-out defense if you want. Um, you can make all their attacks plus one to hit, obviously, taking them down to twos. Uh, they've also got Merciless, uh, we've talked about that. Um, they talk about how you uh, organize them, which is actually really nice. The... Uh, the formation for how you put them together like they talk about coherency which i think is really nice in the core rules yeah i think this is really good uh and then uh they've got dragged into the tempest which is an important one so the arcane heritage is what makes them ignore spells uh, on a four up um and then uh dragged into the tempest is in the combat phase after all units have been uh, all of all of this unit's attacks have been resolved you can pick one enemy unit within one inch of that unit and roll a dice if that roll is greater than the opponent's wounds characteristic they die (laughs) which is is... (laughs) your opponent gets to pick the model though. your opponent does get to pick uh the model and uh mamday you're correct they don't have a ward save you're right uh, they're 18 wounds at 200. Uh, just write that down as a monster for yourself. It's 18 wounds for 285 points. 
um, uh, on a three up armor save. Um, but we haven't talked about some stuff in a moment. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but yeah, that's pretty good because if you're fighting Varangard and you don't kill one, you've got an opportunity. They do have the monster keyword, uh, which isn't the behemoth keyword. Uh, so if you want, you can roll a five up and you can try and like murder or on a six up, you can try and murder a hero or a character or like, um, you know, a Kurnoth hunter you might be fighting or something that's quite big. Um, so that's that's quite nice. Um, and then you've got Draconic Onslaught, which is once per battle. This is... Go on, this Go on James, nuts. you tell me. Tell me what it is. Pure nuts. Yeah. So once per battle in your hero phase, this unit can make a normal move. So 12 inches. Yeah. Roll a dice if enemy units are within 12 of this unit after the, that normal move. On a 2+, plus, this unit can immediately attempt to charge. Mm-hmm. Once per battle in your... Yeah. So... Yeah, go on. You're getting two two attempts to charge them. You are getting two attempts you, to charge them. Yeah, um, <laughs> like you are. You get two attempts to charge them. So that's probably what takes these guys from really good at 285 points to bonkers. And I think kind of throws a spanner in the works in the conversation that they've tried to simplify it. Although it is fairly simple. If you look at the volume of rules that this unit has compared to, uh, and, and do you know what? If you look at decimators and vind vin whatever they're called as well. They've got a volume of rules on them, which the old stuff doesn't have. And to be fair, it's awesome. Like, I love that it's just a dragon army now. The the rules on this War Scroll, yeah. I think, are more rules than all the faction allegiance put together. <laughs> oh, yes. Like, that's that's when you th that, that, that's when it's crazy, right? You're like, cool, so here's my sub-faction. Like, here's all of them. One page. Yep. Here's a dragon. Two pages. Oh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, yes, meat balls in the chat says, "Do charging in the movement phase mean you can't unleash hell against them?" Correct, that's correct. Now, because they're battle line, um, so you also might not be able to stop them. And also, don't forget, they probably will have a two-up armor save, like so they're pretty resilient. But you're right, they won't have a ward save and they don't have a healing mechanic. Now, if you just take, let's say, three units of two, that's going to be 900 points, which is pretty expensive. Yeah, like I I I'll grant you that, right? But you can just take fucking six. You can just reinforce them twice, right? And there's a load of stuff to talk about when you take six. Let's talk about Rally, because Rally would be pretty fucking sweet on six, yeah? Let's be real. Like that. Well, it's worse, isn't it? Why? So if I Rally them, right? So if I, once per game, uh, once, once per battle, sorry, was the rule, in my hero phase, this unit can make a normal move. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. So I move them 12 away from an enemy. Mm-hmm. So they're now not in charge range. So they can't charge them, which is a Well, shame. so Rally's done at the start of the hero phase, I'm, I'm pretty certain. And and this is once per battle in your hero phase. So before, okay. at the start, okay. happens. Can you imagine? Yeah. yeah. And don't forget, uh, and thank you very much, don't forget that you've taken the general with the command trait that's made them minus one to wound. So they're already, James, minus one to wound on a two-up armor save is where they already are, which is pretty nice. That's good for them. Yeah. Uh, it's good for them. No one should want to kill a dragon. Uh, yeah. Uh, can you? No, you cannot cycle of storm. Uh, you can cycle of storm to negate the first wound, Camelot. Uh, we should talk about that in a minute. Um, uh, Rob, Rob, fuck rally. What you want is hammer hall and pile in twice. JP2 Twitch, correct. Um, that would be fun. You could take these in hammer hall. But you now the interesting thing is you can't take. You can only have two of these as battle line, if you have a general. Otherwise, you can't take units of two, and you can only take a unit of one. Right, 
So if you they're not battle line, which they become a unit of two, you can only have them as single ones. Right? They've also done this with Fulminators as well. Weirdly, for some reason. Yeah? But um, I know that sounds odd, but that's basically how it works. So in a city's army, you'll only be taking ones. I'm pretty certain. Uh, they'll become battle line, uh, but they won't be battle line in no, cities. No, there'll be twos. Oh, right? no, you, you can, can still do it. Yeah. Two in a unit. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, anyway. Anyway, regardless. Yeah, that's not what we're here for a minute. Um, uh, so you can take units of two. Uh, I'm pretty certain that's not the fucking case, lads. Let me just fucking go check and make sure. I read this earlier. One second. Uh, let me go get up my things. Uh, one second, James. Uh, so... Storm Drake Guard, uh, single. You can include one unit of this type of... For each Knight Draconis you include in your army, this unit cannot have the battle line, battlefield role. And it's also single, therefore you can't reinforce it because you can't reinforce singles. Oh, no, you can, right. you can reinforce singles. Yeah. Can you? No, single means you can't reinforce. Yeah. No, you can't reinforce it. Next line up. Uh, this unit... Uh, so this, you can include one uh, unit of this type, but it's Storm Drake Guard, unit of one. It's 145. Um, it's so you can use the one left from your knight to build. Uh, the single model unit is because the kit has two models, but the hero is an alternate build, leaving you with a spare single dragon model. Okay, thank you, everyone. So you can. Fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then you can take a unit of two, apparently, and their battle line if. Thanks, everyone. Appreciate you all. Very nice. Thanks, everyone, uh, for helping me out there. That's nice that we got that resolved. Um, okay. Irregardless, yeah, these guys are pretty good, James. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah? Pretty dragon. Maybe didn't need a different flight stand. But other than that, probably just buy these. Right, so we should talk about the Draconis Guard now. Yeah? Oh, not Draconis Guard. Sorry, the Knight Draconis. That's the fucking badger. Um, let's go talk about the, the big lads. The big lads. Uh, no, this is the this is the hero, the Knight Draconis. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about him now. I don't have uh, it hasn't wasn't leaked online uh, or whatever, or maybe it was. I don't know, but I've got a picture of it anyway. So just give me a second. But you guys can't see it, so fuck off. Um, <laughs> let me go find this. Here we go. So the Nitroconis uh, is eleven wounds with a three up armor save, and he moves twelve inches as well. He's got the shooting attack, which does the mortal wounds. He also ignores spells on a four up because um, he's got arcane heritage. Obviously, he flies. Um, and he's got the Wrath of the Draconith and also Dragged into the Tempest. Dragged into the Tempest is where you can roll a dice at the end of combat to try and kill a model if you roll above it. But the Wrath of the Draconith is, once per battle, this is just an ability, in your hero phase, you can pick one friendly Storm Drake Guard unit, wholly within 12 inches of this unit, that has not made a shooting attack in that phase, that unit can shoot. So... We can take our two dragons and we can pre-game move them up 12 inches. Not pre-game, hero phase move them up once per battle. And then we can use our Knight Draconis if we want to, to make them shoot in the hero phase. And then they can move and shoot again in the movement and shooting phase. right? Or, as like Vangelis says, six dragons shooting twice would be pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you Do you imagine just some person you're like, cool. All your foxes are dead. <laughs> so let's just let's just get it in our heads. On the war scroll for the dragon guard, Drake guard, whatever they're called, yeah, you can move twelve inches in the hero phase. It doesn't say when. Now the knight draconis has got an ability that lets them shoot then in the hero phase. So a twelve inch mortal wound shooting attack, and then if you want, you can move them again in the movement phase and then shoot them again in the following shooting phase, 
which is quite nice as like a turn one alpha, right? So if you just took four, for example, because that's probably more reasonable, um, you would move them forward uh, like 12 inches. You would shoot 12 inches at 24 inch effective range. And then you would um, uh, move again. So that's a, that's a 24 inch movement. And then you would shoot again. So that's a 36 inch threat range on that shooting attack. And then you would charge, right? So you'd be pretty close. Yep. Um, uh, but are you telling us to look at 3D printed dragons or dragon riders? Yes, that's what I'm doing. You don't need the rider, just just bring the dragon. Yeah. So Parigalysis says that's like, what, nine mortals on average each time? Roughly about that. Uh, roughly about that, which is pretty good for killing monsters or chaff or anything. Because, again, if you put them into combat, they're not bad. And they're not all of your army. If you took uh, the, the character, he is... How many points is that guy? Uh, let me go find out real quick. Oh, I've probably he's like got two, it. What's his I think name? he's 215. Uh, the knight, uh, the uh, 255, the knight draconis. So if you wanted just a unit of four, yeah, and him, that's going to be what 600, um, 855. So it's about 855. It's points. got the same cost as an it's, it's Yeah, it's about Archeon equivalent. It's about a Nagash equivalent. Yeah. Uh, but you are looking at 36 wounds on a three up save um, from that one unit. Uh, and then you've also got. So it's pretty good, is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> so Knight Draconis, the Wizard Dragon, and as many Dragon Knights as possible is what I'm saying. Yeah, and the thing is, is when you start comparing them to other stuff, James, they're crazy. So if you compare them to Evocators on Dracoline, right, which I really hoped would get a buff in this book because they've been pretty crap for ages, and they're fucking cool Thundercats, right? They look awesome. Yeah, they've got a four-up base save. They don't have a hero phase move. They don't have a mortal wound shooting attack. They've got a crap weapon profile like i mean it's not crap but it's fine they do some mortal wounds at the end a bit but they're like whatever uh paladors i hope would get better but they just like because whenever you compare anything inside the book you just be like is it a dragon and does it do anything different to what everything else does does that make sense so a good example would be a celestar baluster right so a Ballister now has got like a Ren 2 shooting attack. It's like a... Let me just go f uh, find the points for this for a minute. It's 140 points, okay? Yeah. And you're going to do like... And it's going to sit at the back of the board and it's not going to do anything. It's going to take a couple of pot shots um, and that's all it's going to do for 140 points. Or you could just take two dragons that do 2d6 mortal wounds and they fight, right? Like, it's just every time... You know, every time you think... Just go on. as a hilarious point. Yeah. So we could take the Celestar Ballista, 140 points. Or you could take the single dragon on his own for 145 points. Yeah. So for five points more... You've got nine wounds in a combat drag. unit. Yeah, like, it's just... That shoots better. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, it, like, when you compare them to anything, like, what are you doing with Griffhounds? They've got a retreat and charge. Why would, they put, why would you put them in the army? Um... Uh, same with Aetherwing, although Aetherwings do give you plus one to hit for your Hurricane Crossbow. So if you wanted to, you could take your four block of uh, shooters at the back, or sorry, six block of shooters at the back, make them shoot twice in the hero phase, still do four dragons, yeah, and run them forward. It's wild. And we haven't even talked about the fact they're a unit. If you took six dragons, James, you can rally them. I just don't, I can't get over it. I can't get over it. Imagine just rolling, like if you roll two sixes, what's that? 18 wounds back mm. yeah yeah the interesting thing though is someone said i rate dragons and the answer is i don't think i rate the dragons because what you've got to ask yourself is 
How are they going to play into the meta that they've been released into? And the real question is, uh, the real answer is, is can they beat up the big, uh, big babies? Can they build up the war toddlers, as Owen calls them, the sons of Behemoth? And I'm not sure that they'll take a Gargan out in a turn, truth be told. Maybe with exploding sixes, maybe. Like, I'm not certain. I don't think so. Like, so then you kind of... Six. Six shooting twice, I think someone said, it's about 22 mortal wounds, and then you get their combat. So that one turn, they'd probably decimate one, right? They'd probably kill one, yeah. But like, at six... Like coherency is a bit of an issue. There's some other stuff, and it's a fucking. I don't think. I don't think that would play very well, like in the rest of the game. Like, so would four kill them? I'm not sure. So then you kind of cycle back and you ask yourself, right? How do I build the most kick-ass unit that can take out these gargants? Right. That's the real question. I think you ask yourself, um, and you start going back into the book and you look. And I was like, oh, that's why I ran to protectors first. And I was like, oh, probably not protectors actually, because they've just got a bunch of rend one damage one attacks. Like, who gives a fuck? Um, but Pete's pointed out that they're also monsters, right? I forgot to mention that completely. So a unit of four is going to count as 20 wounds on an objective. doesn't outscore a Mega Gargan, but six would outscore a Mega Gargan. Yeah, but only on one objective. I yeah. don't know. Also, you score all your battle tactics because they're monsters, which is pretty nice. Um, I don't know if the Stormcast book can deal with it, The talking about the, the Mega Gargans. Um, because I'm not sure where the output lies. And if there's anyone who's watching live who's like, I've cracked it, Rob. This is the... the... Do you know what you do? I've got it right now. Yeah. It's turn one. You've got to be a one-drop. You've got to out-drop them, them, them giants. And turn one, you just have enough annihilators, like four sets, and you just pin all their Mega Gargants in combat for the whole game. <laughs> in their they're deployment, quite fighty, the Mega Gargants, man. Like, they're quite fighty. Although, yeah, but their best Ren's what? Ren 2? Uh, Ren 3 on the Gatebreaker. Oh. I'll just ignore him. Or, or, if you've got some, <laughs> or if you've got some Kraken sandals, James. If you've got some good old Kraken sandals for some Ren 3. Um, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, now let's talk about, let's look at Krondis' War Scroll. Because this is important. Oh, I forgot to mention. I have forgot to mention. They're Thunderstrike. Right? They're also like... Oh, if they, they all blow up. If they die, yeah, <laughs> you're going to roll... You're going to roll nine dice, ten any dice. sixes or a mortal wound. Uh, throw... ten, ten dice, because they're nine wounds. Yeah, ten dice, uh, because they're nine wounds. Yeah, so you're going to do mortal wounds in return from that unit as well, which is also quite a nice little uh, feel. Um, but anyway... Uh, I, I forgot to mention that because that is something to talk about because you can do the mortal wounds in return. Uh, so Krondis, let's talk about him really quickly and whether or not you can take him. He's 600 points. Uh, he's 18 wounds with a 3-up save. Um, now he's got that blazing uh, Tempest shot as well so he's going to do those mortal wounds. Uh, I feel like he's fairly expensive but you might take him because he's got some like clutch pieces. Uh, he's got a, he's a 2-cast wizard um, and he's got Blinding Gales, which is subtract one from hit rolls for attacks made by a unit. that You pick a unit, basically. Uh, sorry, you do avid, Atavistic Tempest, and you pick an effect. Blinding Gales, uh, Meteor Hail, uh, which is worse than the Ren characteristic of weapons used by the enemy unit uh, by one. Lightning Vortex, which is subtract one from the attack characteristic of missile weapons used by that unit to a minimum of one. And then uh, freezing, freeze, Flash Freezing Blizzard, subtract one from save rolls for attacks that target uh, that unit, which is quite nice. Um, I just don't think he does a lot, if I'm honest. He's got plus three to cast, um, but he's 600 points. And guess what? Si if, if you take him... It? Sorry. If you take it? If you take it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, does he make the little dragons battle line? No. 
has to be the lad on Little yeah, Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and also, and this is really important, uh, like, really important, 600 points of Krondis is for Drake Guard. <laughs> right? So he's 18 wounds. And he's 18 spare. wounds on a three-up save. They would be 36 wounds on a three-up save. So why would you not take that? Um, and minus one to wound if you take the mount trait on your Draconis. Yeah, 100%. Um, uh, and yeah, he's not super great in a fight, uh, which is important. I much more prefer, more than Krondis, I much more prefer our man Karazai. He's pretty cool. Um, he's 18 wounds with a three-up save, and he's 600 points as well. Uh, he's got six attacks in combat, threes and threes, uh, sorry, threes and ones, Ren three, damage three, which is pretty nice. Uh, and then you've got the Ruinous Talons, uh, which is three attacks, four attacks, threes, threes, Ren two, damage two. So I would probably take him, uh, if I'm honest, um, or I maybe even take a Celestin Prime, because he's got four at ward save now, which is pretty cool. Um, so those are the two things uh, that I would take. And this is what stands out to me at the moment, James, from the Stormcast book. Like, nothing else really stands out. Like, it's dry white toast. Um, so, go on. can I ask the most important sure. question that's on Please my mind? Do. After five years of Age of Sigma, mm-hmm. and probably four and a half years of one person playing dragons... <laughs> Have you finally been worn down? <laughs> what am I going to get them? Um, are you? Have you finally been told that dragons are good? Has he finally beat you down? Well, like the the the, the thing is is like also oh we didn't mention the chariot. Sorry, another hot pick. The bow person, whatever that's called, knight uh, knight judicator. Rubbish. Like fine, yeah. but rubbish. Uh, and the chariot. Um, is genuinely pretty nice. I could see someone wanting to run a bunch of different chariots, charge them in to do all the impact hits and mortal wounds. The problem is you always ask yourself, how is it going to work in relation to the rest of the book? And how is it going to relate to winning games in a tournament setting? And ultimately, like we've seen from the uh, event results, having monsters in your list is actually proactive rather than like, we thought at the start, maybe having monsters would be a negative, like you give away battle points for them killing a monster, but you're just going to do battle tactics with having all these monsters anyway. So why not take them? And also, like we said, all of their rules, they've just got stacks of rules on their war scrolls, as do the Annihilators. Um... And then everything else is really bland and uninteresting. Like, what you're really saying is, like, uh, protectors are a good example. You're like, oh, they can have a two-up armor save. And it's like, yeah. So? I think the, the, the your problem you'll get with all of that stuff where you get, like, protectors on a two-up armor save is they won't probably die. But they'll never kill anything. Uh, Yeah like uh, effectively and there is some other fun stuff i'm pretty certain you could build redeemer armies we need to talk about that at some point in the future and yep. what that looks like in an army we should talk about that because i think i have 40 vindictors <laughs> <laughs> right so we'll talk about that but i guess we'll come back to like the main point of the conversation to kind of round off because anyone who's listening this obviously isn't a deep dive like there's loads to talk about these are the things that just stand out like and what i would buy if it was me and if you guys don't agree i'd love to hear what your thoughts are in the chat but these are our first age of sigma battle tomes and so i think there are some interesting questions that we kind of should ask ourselves and i'm going to ask the chat and james i'm going to ask you um how do we feel about the idea that it's been simplified and how do we feel about the fact that we've been in my opinion 
pushed quite aggressively into certain purchases or even running certain armies in a competitive setting. What do you think about that? Uh, Studio Earthwood, it's rubbish. I, I think I super agree with that. Sircon, it's great to see you. Very interesting that the new models are the better ones in the book. Now, that hasn't always been true, Sircon. Like, there's been a lot of conversation a lot of the time uh, by people, which I've always pushed back against. They're like, oh, they always want to sell the new stuff. I point you to Slangors just recently. <laughs> they were not good. Yeah. Uh, but this is like a, a very clear intent, as is the Uruk Warclans book, right? They made... Bone splitters have a lot less stuff and therefore be a lot less powerful in some ways. Um, Iron Jaws uh, undecided on at the moment, but bones, uh, not bone splitters, but the Cruel Boys have got a ton of rules in addition. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's been selectively simplified. Thank you, Pete. It has been selectively simplified. What do you think, James? What do you think? I, uh, it's so hard, isn't it, with like two books? Like, you almost, if they're going to simplify the whole game, you almost need every book day one like for battle traits for battle tactics for all that jazz and i know i know we're never going to see that we'll probably never see a working app so hold that space um but it's interesting i think like simplifying the allegiance abilities allowing me to take the artifact i want um is probably a better idea maybe the hope is that we'll see more diversity and cross armies you know like stormcast especially um, when uh, we saw Gavriel make everyone charge guaranteed uh, whenever that was early 2.0 maybe um, like every army with ha was Hammers of Sigma all day long every day of the week I think like maybe that's the concept um, but I don't know I think it's really it's really hard like any point with the game so I'm going to try and not be negative about it I think it's really hard um for anyone to make a decision without us seeing it like play out on a table um so maybe we'll see that well, well we'll should see that soon um but it'll be interesting it'll be interesting to see what happens it'll be interesting to see you know if anyone tries to make all their old stuff work because they sat on 10 ton of it you know several people in the chat i spotted it said they got like 70 plus sequiturs um but I don't know. It's an interesting way. It's interesting for the game to go. Like they complicated maybe the way the game plays. And I know we've talked about that plenty. So maybe the idea is they make the um, decisions within the game more complex, but the the core rules of your army easier. And then you just have to remember the war scrolls that you choose to remember. Maybe, maybe well, that's so the concept. I think there's a couple of points being made in the chat. Or quite a few points in the chat that I'd like to to talk about. Um, uh, like so someone asked uh, how are you defining simpler and I think like there are less rules uh, and they're less effective now effective is one of those really interesting things for competitive gamers but also gamers in of in themselves because when you look at other uh, war scrolls or even other books Lumineth stands as an example the more rules they have those rules like a pretty uh, like pretty effective they have a lot of rules and a lot of those rules are effective you know, uh, for example, like as an example, like Sire, like their Aether Quartz ability and the ability to add plus one to save at any point is pretty, pretty effective. But it's also like a characterful rule, I guess, I think is one of those things that you need to ask yourselves. I think what strikes me is, yes, they're less effective and yes, there are less of them. Therefore, it's simpler. But more importantly, it feels blander. 
that's one of those things that like really stands out to me. Like, why isn't there like a dedicated Stormcast unit that fights monsters? It's weird. You're like, Rob, it's the Vanguard Hunters. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, they don't do something good against monsters. Like, they've got like a fucking bolt pistol and a sword. Shit. Like, it's just another fighting unit that's crapper than uh, than than me taking Vindictors because they're a better fighting unit that do a better job, right? So it's a weird. Like, they, they aren't written well for that. And the interesting thing I don't think anyone's asked themselves yet is what's going to happen to other books when they go through this process? If this is the process in the future, if you're really excited about your Lumineth Realm Lords army is a really good example right now, or your Soul Black Grave Lords book or whatever, or your Zinch book or Seraphine book, they're going to take your rules away from you. Like, if the books go like this, they're going to be like, hey, Thunder Lizard, no shoot twice. Bastilladon, not have this thing. Like, you'll have less rules if this is anything to go by with the new stuff getting more rules, I guess, because the new stuff in this has got more rules. Um, and I think that's just a, an interesting kind of talking point for the community going forward over the next few editions. I mean, I'm number one, I'm excited to have it out. And if it just ends up with everything being very simple, like it is and less effective then it will just be whichever the best war scrolls are will be the best war scrolls and that'll be how the game is moved around i think one of the most interesting things was said by the carly brothers who were here recently at one of our age of sigmar events they said they they like age of sigmar sometimes more than 40k because when they preview a 40k rule they're like your number is bigger like your toughness is toughness five not toughness four now like your number is bigger and what's good about age of sigmar it's the funky stuff you can do with your unit is what's cool. It makes it interesting. But I guess if everything's like a base stat line with reroll ones to save or plus one to hit, like it becomes a bit samey. Do you know what I mean, James? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got lost in the chat slightly. Um, there's there's a lot of conversation. I think it, it's really hard, isn't it? Like we're seeing the first book of a new edition. Um uh, I think also what we've tended to see is like quite often a good book and a bad book. You know, we always say sin and bin or always have when two come out at the same time. Um, and at the end of um, 2.0, we saw like the Slash book, which was kind of horrid. But we saw, you know, the 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 Seraphon book, which was super strong. We saw that Lumineth book, which added and like questioned a million core rules um and actually what we're seeing now is is something simpler and maybe maybe this is maybe like everyone said in the chat and i I said it at the top of the show maybe this is just the bid guys version of age of sigma three books and we haven't seen the sin guys version of age of sigma three books because these themes that i'm talking about by the way are carried across in the uruk book yeah where the iron jaws i'm not saying nerfed although the more crusher went to a four up and these dragons have all got three up in their battle line but that's a awful that's the word i'm looking for awful it's an awful change they were like you bought your more crushes now four plus save new dragons three plus save (laughs) like (laughs) that's an awful change right (laughs) like i don't like that at all um uh, <laughs> uh but uh, what they need to do is be braver putting things into legends 30 of the stormcast scrolls could have just be gone that's almost 50 percent less bloat in the book i think that's fair um uh right so then uh let me see what everyone else is saying in the chat banjo and chain this is is this implication rules for stormcast eternals related to the number of war scrolls available to the army no because it's been carried across in also the uruk book as well um uh so that's the other thing uh and 3d hexes is right because one of the things also that's a bit too much is like bloat we talk about bloat all the time 
uh, Tom's in the chat talking about 40K. Some books are too complicated. Some books are too much. I think I'm pro simplification. I think ultimately, it might not sound like it from today's show, but like, I think I'm pro simplification, but I think I would like to see things be more effective. I think I would like to see flavor. I think the best version of Age of Sigmar is where all of the flavor is on the war scrolls and you take them, right? And then that's what you do. Do you know what would be even better? So we could make the rules, like the book rules simpler. We could make the war scrolls more interesting and more flavorful. And we could also have an online resource and an app where all of those raw scrolls are freely available. <laughs> they could have done that. They could have done that. Uh, just looping. Uh, just looping. Says, Keeping Rob, that what circle is your take going. on the cruel boys and you're still on the boat? Yeah, cruel boys are great. Um, but again, you, you've been, I think, fairly pigeonholed on the cruel boys element that like the shooters are good. Um, uh, and we'll talk about that more next week. Like they, They've definitely got builds. I think one of the interesting things is that this this version of Age of Sigmar, if people don't just like if you're a new kid and you just buy a bunch of dragons you're just gonna kick the fuck out of your like mate who just ended up buying some bone splitters right maybe you won't kick the fuck out of him but maybe you will i don't know like it it needs to come out in the wash and again we've only just had this version of it so if you're new it feels quite nice if you've been in the game for five or six years i guess maybe i miss the this isn't what i was expecting from books at all james like, this isn't what I was expecting at all. I was expecting Lumineth Realm Lords level rules on every War Scroll. I was like, they're going to go to fucking town. We're going to have, like, Allegiance abilities coming up, the Yazoo and everything. Um, and maybe that's too much to learn in the release cycle that they have. So maybe they're just like, let's do it simple. Honestly, I wonder what the fuck they've done for work. Like, like, it, like if they can make those books... This can't have taken long. Like, what are they doing? Right? <laughs> I know Jervis retired. It was a global pandemic. Right? No, I know Jervis retired, but like, are they not working anymore? Like, is it just like one guy? Um, uh, maybe the same guy left the company. I don't know. Uh, I think it's an it's it's very interesting. If I'm honest, I don't know what my feelings are on the whole thing right now, and I'd love to know what everyone else's feelings are. I think it's going to be an ongoing conversation. The one bit I wanted to really touch on today is I think it's disingenuous for people to say that they've just simplified it, which is what I tried to point out today. I don't think they've just simplified it. I think they've simplified the old stuff and they've made the new stuff have a load of flavor and rules so you can buy it. And it's also probably pretty cooked points-wise, ultimately. But they're not all of the new stuff. The chariot is fine. It's not great. It's fine. It's medium. The bow person is like, what the fuck ever? Like, whatever. Like, why would I take the bow person? Uh, I already forgot whatever its name is. There's a relictor, I think? No. Uh, That new relictor, great model, those rules, toilet. (laughs) (laughs) I was really excited that there was a new Lord Relictor model for the first time in five years. I was like, well, he'd have to to be the old one, because his rules are garbage. (laughs) The other thing thing that I'm excited about is, is if you're a Stormcast player right now with a huge Stormcast army, you must be like, fuck man 6,000 yeah you must be like fuck man this is all pretty boring and shit right but like you must be excited about the fact that you can pick up a bunch of dragons and have a great time that's pretty nice right like two boxes of drake guard and the drake general or whatever the fuck he's called um knight drake 
that's not his name, not Draconis. And you, like, that's a kick-ass bunch of shit you're going to be like, you're going to be like, I've got the dragon power. You're going to feel awesome. Um, I'm going to be speckles for at least one year. <laughs> yeah, you're going to feel amazing, right? It, but sure. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you have a cabinet of the stuff, like Macrack says in the chat, then maybe you'll be like, this is pretty shit. Like, uh, like, why did I build and paint all these guys? Like, But I still think you can do a Redeemer army, so we should come back to that. Although, obviously, not Liberators, not you, Vindicators, whatever the fuck they're called. Those guys instead. Vindictors. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Yeah, like a pushing sort says, I'm unironically so excited to buy tons of dragons. And that's cool. Because if you got into the game at this point, the game is amazing because you're like, oh my god, I bought loads of dragons and I'm gonna fucking trounce people. And that's it well not trounce. I don't think that they're necessarily five oh. We'll see. Maybe they will be. Uh anyway, uh Twitch chat, that's it for today. That first look. Uh we'll do Uruks next week and then we'll do some deep dive shows in the future where I'll talk about combos and I'll write some lists up and um you know, and we still got to talk, do the Redeemer talk and all that other stuff. I think there's loads. If anyone thinks that this is good, I would love you to tell people about it and share the video or the podcast or whatever. And if you don't agree, I'd love to also hear your thoughts because the only way I can grow as a person is to collaborate and learn, uh, stop and listen, or whatever, the, however the song goes, uh, basically. Um, uh, James, you got any thoughts before we head out today? Um, the first time. Now I buy some dragons, roll on their mortal wound dice, and do what do we say? Eighteen mortal wounds. I want to do more. I want to do more than eighty wounds. Eighteen mortal wounds. I'm gonna take a picture of my dice, send it speckles, and say my dragons are better than yours. You can, you can. If you take six, yeah, easy. Okay, get that wallet let's out. Do, let's let's do some Kragnos style maths. You can do thirty-six mortal wounds in the hero phase, and then you can do thirty-six mortal wounds in the shooting phase. And then you can charge with exploding sixes to hit if that makes you feel any better. There we go. Winner. <laughs> uh, real... I just I just want to play one dragon army against Speckles Dragon Army and hopefully make him take all his toys off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I want. That's all I want from the book. Uh, if Games Workshop did it, I'll say it's a good book. <laughs> uh Anyway, so I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about the rest of it. And genuinely, I'm excited for people to put lists together. I think there's some real fun from like a Redeemer style cities um, Stormkeep list. But we'll talk about that on another show because it requires loads of thinking about. Um, and anyway, uh, thanks everyone for uh, tuning in. You guys are all great. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Again, we're gonna do. I'm gonna do loads of videos over the next couple of weeks about the Stormcast book lists. Um, same with the the book. So yeah, we've got the live shows, but I'm gonna do a bunch of like uh, like other shows as well. Um, so just feel free to fire me questions or thoughts. I want to hear more about it. That's great. Uh, shout out to Twin Atlantic. Uh, thank you to everyone for tuning in. Um, thanks to everyone, uh, Johnny. Uh, thank you for for subscribing for the first time. That's awesome. Uh, Shilly is on the way. Uh, for anyone who knows what that means, and uh, thanks for tuning in again. I can't do this without everyone on the Unsworn Gamer Patreon. So thanks to you guys, and uh, just love you all. You're you're all great. Uh, shout out to Nathan, who'll be back next week to talk about. Uh, who, by the way, I rang him earlier. He agreed with none of these points. So just to make you aware, he agreed with none of this. He said, "Simple is good." Do you have a impression? <laughs> <laughs> he said yeah it's fine no problem 
Uh, <laughs> about yeah, right. So thanks again for tuning in. You guys are great. Uh, I'll be live tomorrow on the 40k Jason show or Wednesday midday. I'm always live midday, uh, 12 to 1 uh, Wednesday. So you can come and talk to me about stuff. Walk on show is next Monday. If you guys are interested, uh, thanks to JJ number 10 for subscribing. Thanks for all for being honest, Wargamers. See you guys soon. Goodbye. <laughs>